Now it's time to spotlight FedEx. Now this stock jumped on some news. It's raising its dividend, adjusting the board a little bit. Colin Scarola, equity analyst at CFRA, is with us. So one, did you anticipate any of this? And two, how important are these changes? Hi, and thank you for having me. So I wouldn't say we anticipated a dividend increase this large, but certainly we, we've been expecting margins and free cash flow to improve at FedEx as some of the pandemic problems in their operation taper off. So we've, we've had a strong buy on the stock. We think it's worth closer to $300. We think that's a conservative target. We've we stuck with that through the weakness in the stock price this year. And uh, we're, we're pretty pleased with this dividend increase because we think what that tells us is uh, margins must be getting better and free cash flow is probably going to be much stronger than uh, the market was anticipating. Otherwise, yeah, so it goes up to, it goes up to what, $1.15, right? It goes up to $1.15. I mean, it was a pretty large hike. Also, um, the board seats uh, change. You have the activist D.E. Shaw getting board seats. What does that mean for the company? Well, I think that means they're they're going to be getting a little bit more focused on tying executive compensation to uh, shareholder returns, which is which is obviously a good thing for uh, people who own the stock. One of the things I like is uh, they're going to be implementing uh, one is a, sh a total shareholder return metric to the executive compensation structure, but they're also going to be tying in capex. So there's going to be more of a a target and sort of limitations on capex relative to revenues. And I think that's going to be a good thing for FedEx, kind of get them more focused on uh, sort of spending. And that that's always been the issue is, you know, why does, why does FedEx generate these kind of mid single digit margins when UPS is, you know, 10 to 12, 13%. And why has UPS been such a, you know, a strong free cash flow producer while FedEx 2017, 2018, 2019, really no free cash flow coming out of the company. So these, this, uh, you know, pretty reputable hedge fund getting these board seats, you know, putting in someone like Jim Vanna, who's got a good history of improving efficiency at railroads. I think these are all good things, you know, kind of, kind of transpiring as the, and the founder and founder of FedEx transitions out of the executive role. And he's got a stellar record, but it's obviously new management coming in after Fred Smith and probably getting a little bit more focused on costs, which is always a good thing from a shareholder perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you think that the online shopping habits of folks during the pandemic that they picked up, even some new folks that weren't necessarily shopping online will continue. So you see that as a, a tailwind, but, you, but in the near term, you're still acknowledging that there are some headwinds with labor shortages, equipment shortages, um, supply chain, which is likely to normalize, but at least in the near term. Tell me, um, do you have to be patient on this one to get to that 299 price target? Well, that's a that's a 12 month target price for us. So we think that's right. uh, certainly within the next year. And just like you said, there are there are positive things happening in the economy for FedEx which I think uh, the most important one is just to give you an idea back in kind of the Omicron wave and even before that with the Delta wave, they were having to completely reroute packages around certain facilities just because uh, the places were so overwhelmed with staffing shortages as, and with the surge in package demand. 
You know, so they're taking these very suboptimal routes for their whole logistics network. We think as that gets cleaned up, uh, you're going to see a, a strong boost to margins, and that's going to be needed to offset this, you know, substantial headwind from sort of a cooling of consumer spending that we'll probably see due to high inflation. But one of one of the things that I'm I, I think is a likely outcome is uh, we'll probably see more cooling in sort of the durable goods spending because that stay-at-home boom for two years. I think a lot of households are not necessarily satisfied, but they're probably comfortable with their, their appliances and furniture after two years of spending on their home. I think the cool down might come more in those large items where FedEx isn't yeah. necessarily as affected. We might see, you know, continued strength in things like apparel, you know, with a lot more travel, people buying new clothes before they take a trip. Yeah. Those are certainly good things for FedEx that could sort of, those are the puts and takes that could help them to stay stay in a revenue growth mode through this kind of high inflation yeah. consumer cooling period we might see. You mentioned UPS earlier, just uh, quickly, so I'm very clear for our viewers. You have a strong buy on FedEx, and what's your rating on UPS? We also have a buy on UPS. Uh, buy. So we think both okay. these both of these companies are undervalued, but you know, with FedEx being so much cheaper at uh, 13 times earnings. 13 times our 2023 EPS estimate. We just think there's so much value in FedEx and uh, the yeah. the margins and the free cash flow profile are only likely to improve as these pandemic uh, restrictions on staffing and, uh, and then operations in these facilities get better over time, yeah. we think. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. Colin Scarola Thank you. of CFRA. Appreciate that you were able to join us today. Thanks.